We've got some Hey, I'm Luis. And I'm Luis. You're listening to the Content is Profit podcast. And we spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to create content that turns into profit. If you'd like to learn how to turn that content into profit, just go to contentisprofit.com. There's a surprise in there for you. Oh, yeah. It's a pretty awesome surprise. So go check it out right now. Yes. Today... How to turn your podcasting hobby into a lucrative side hustle. Yes, please. Go. Disclaimer, I did borrow the headline from our guest website because it was so good, so juicy. So I had good. to. I had Hashtag to. Hashtag juicy, juicy. That, that was juicy, that, juicy, juicy. Yeah, juicy. I, like it. It, I think it's a good compromise. Middle. Yeah. Shake it. Compromise. Right, okay. Awesome. Uh, Fuzzy, do we have a sponsor today? Indeed, we do. Uh, right. Thank you for asking. You're welcome. And today's sponsor is your own, The Biz Bros. Yes, we sponsor our own podcast That's right, with That's content right. momentum. And you might be asking yourself, what is content momentum? Well, if you produce a long form piece of content, just like this one that you're listening to or watching, and you want to maximize your efforts, you don't have the time to do all the editing of the assets or to train somebody to do the editing of the assets Ooh. and produce that, that good marketing goodness yes. so you can share it into social media. Then we want to help you out. Please slide in the DMs at BizBrosco on Facebook on Instagram, everywhere. Yeah. And we'll be right there with you. Guys, if you're listening to this podcast, just know that we put our love and energy into this, these interviews and connecting with wonderful entrepreneurs. So go ahead and subscribe yeah. so you know when those episodes are dropping every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, and you can get all the goodness. Hashtag juicy, juicy, let's go. Also, go ahead and follow us on social media for the Golden Boulders. We publish a ton of stuff out there that is incredible value. So at the Base Bros Co., everywhere that is right and or only ask for today is if you find value in today's message if today's guests can help you take a step forward towards your goal and you believe they can do the same for somebody that you know please please don't forget to share the podcast and leave a five-star review thank you today's guest is probably in the one percent of top podcasters with around 600 episodes published across three different shows if that doesn't scream commitment and consistency to you then you need to get something checked just saying <laughs> if there is someone out there that really loves podcasting is today's guest he is the host of the podcasting business school let's talk about your podcast and low carb hustle i think it is fair to say that he knows what he is talking about when it comes to turning your hobbies into a business that is a hundred percent correct my friend today guest helps podcasters build a community to client bridge so they have love so they can love their show as a hobby but build it as a business fun fact he also only works four days a week so he can be an awesome dad and husband how cool is that hashtag juicy juicy hashtag business goals that is extremely cool indeed please welcome master podcaster, founder of Podcasting Business School, and one of the sexiest voice in the podcast realm, Adam Shively! <laughs> Welcome, Adam! 
Oh, yeah. I'm bringing the baldness and the boldness today, friend. Yes. Let's, <laughs> let's go. go. Adam, man, dude, I am extremely thankful that you're here, but at the same time, extremely jealous of that voice, man. I want to be able to talk that, that deep. You know, I feel like you can sing any country song that's out there in the world. <laughs> well, we can give her a try. I am from Indiana. Um, yeah. You know. You know, and we, a can, little we can bit mix a little, little country with some Latino heat in there and see Ooh, what happens. You know? Yes. Like, Ooh, I like, let's, let's see. Go. I, I like where your mind is going. Yeah. Dude, Adam, <laughs> I just want to say thank you, dude, for coming into, into the show. We connected a while back with uh, our friend Pablo. Pablo. And uh, it, it's been incredible. I mean, the conversation that we had was super awesome. And uh, you are a legend, man, in this space. And we're very fortunate to have you here and, and to to share your message and your story. So, uh, how did this whole podcasting adventure started for you? How does the business adventure started for you? What were those beginnings and what kind of like ignited the fire for you to execute on it? Well, first things first, I have to say that, that this moment now is helping me complete a lifelong dream. I, I grew up uh, watching the American TV show Happy Days and I've always wanted to meet <laughs> someone named Fonzie. Let's and go. today that happened. Let's like, go. This Thank is you. a big deal. This is a big deal. Sorry to so, dis sorry that, to disappoint. It's, mu it's no. mutual. Don't worry. It, it, no, it it is mutual, Adam. <laughs> he always wanted to meet an Adam. <laughs> yeah, uh, first time for everything. So <laughs> that you. being said, uh, as far as as my podcasting journey goes, it was actually born out of my own weight loss and health journey. Mm. Where back in 2007, I weighed 327 pounds. I had a ton of health problems money issues, relationship issues. And I went on my own journey to lose over a hundred pounds. As I did that, I started helping other people in my hometown here in Bloomington, Indiana. And I helped 15 people lose over a hundred pounds. I helped my hometown end up losing 35,000 pounds. I created one of those boot camp programs that were really, really popular back in 2007, eight and nine. And so over that five year period, I helped my hometown lose you know, 35,000 pounds and people were going, well, you need to franchise. You need to do this next bigger thing, make this next <laughs> big business move. And that didn't really excite me, but eventually podcasting came around and I saw, I definitely wanted to make a bigger impact. Yeah. So that's when I started uh, a show called the million pound mission. So we kind of, I wanted to teach people what my weight loss secrets were, help other people across the world. And people would listen to the show. They would go on the website. They would donate their weight loss. It would like tally up and the oh, goal is to so reach fun. a million pounds. So wow. Then as that really started to take off, I had a, lo a lot of my friends in the fitness space mm -hmm. asking for advice about podcasting in general. And what I found was that I just fell in love with teaching people not necessarily how to launch a podcast, but how to grow a business around a podcast mm. or how to use a podcast to grow a business. Mm. And both those things just really vibe with me. That's that's my unique zone of genius. Like you mentioned in the intro, I like to help people build a bridge from their community to being a client via a podcast and via some steps along the way. So that's kind of the, the short intro version of, of my podcasting journey but man, it's been a wild ride six almost 600 episodes in through three different shows wow you could say that i'm addicted at this point yeah oh yeah it, it's a good addiction to have for sure <laughs> you know um dude I, I i love everything about your journey everything that you shared congrats on you know man taking action and losing that weight bringing people along the journey i think that is incredible and i want to point out here well, oh you got a picture in there 
For those that are just listening, Man. go to the live the video on Facebook and check it out. Wow, you even had hair in there. Did you lose? I had hair. Did, did you shave well, it throughout like the process? Hair. What what was it? What happened there? Well, first off, this was like my dating picture. I would put the puppy in front of my face, hoping <laughs> to cover up. Um, I, I, no, yeah. I, I had hair all the way up until uh, the pandemic, and then I couldn't get haircuts, so I just started shaving my hey, head. And I'm like, I, th- I think you look better good. like that. I think you look it better look, like that, it Adam. Looks great. Yeah, Fonzie, I, I think it, you have to. I think you have to implement. It fits your voice. It fits your voice, man. <laughs> Um, but Adam, what, what I wanted to point out here is the fact that you leverage your own story. That is so important because a lot of people, when they go into a space, they're like, oh, what am I going to do? Right. What what is it that I can build a business on? And usually the, the answer is in our story, in the the our own life that we've been living. We have a lot of those answers. Right. For us personally, we decided to jumps something totally different we should probably do something with soccer at first and <laughs> um, since we had like 20 years of experience we could have done something in there right and actually we did like some private coaching and all this stuff but we didn't know how to market we didn't know how to grow a business not none of these fundamentals right and then when we transition into marketing to learn some of these things we're like wow we really enjoy marketing and we really enjoy the di- digital aspect of things Now let's start doing this. And again, we transfer our journey into our business. And now with content, with podcasts and consistency, we're doing the same thing. We're turning around and now we have a challenge of that. There's a hundred people in there that, you know, we're helping them shift that mindset from consumers to creators. And it it all comes from our own experience. So, you know, uh, thank kudos to you, man. Thank you so much for, for bringing that up. And I'm I'm a little bit more curious to listen about how did that shift for you happen on, okay, I'm building a community. Now I need to turn them into a business. Like why first in the first place? Like why did you want to turn them in? What, what did you want to turn that audience into a business in the first place? Because a lot of people might feel bad about, oh, I already I'm serving these people. I feel bad charging them, right? Like there's so many false beliefs that come in there. And then how do you go about doing that? Yeah, well, you hit the nail on the head, Fonzie, with there are a lot of podcasters and content creators that are very, we get that charge out of being heard. Like people are, are listening and it's not just my mom and my dog. Like it's, it's people are, I got an email or a DM that somebody, you know, implemented something and it really helped their business or changed their life. And that's yeah. some juice that, that just really fuels us. But, you know, you kind of mentioned it earlier, like our life experiences have value because we can help someone else avoid certain mistakes that we made yeah. or shorten their learning curve. And people like, like Gary Vee talk about this all. We can leverage that experience and that's monetizable. Mm-hmm. So we can't feel shame for helping someone else mm-hmm. avoid mistakes that we made or learn from lessons that we made that they haven't had to, to go through yet. Absolutely. So people people just get into that that mindset of oh i don't want to be salesy but they're you know living off ramen noodles and like they can't feed their kids i'm like there's there's value here in in what we do and i give a lot away and i give a lot of my best stuff away for free but when people i just kind of want to blow people away and go okay if he's delivering value at this level for free i wonder what it's like when i hand over my credit card and we get in business together and that's that's kind of where I'm at as far as the mindset of, of monetizing and creating a sales relationship. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, no, no, I've, absolutely. absolutely. You know, and immediately the first thought that comes to mind 
is the gap, right? And I don't know if you are familiar with this, but I'm going to try to paint the picture with words for the listeners here. Imagine you have a, a regular graph, right? And you have one line at the bottom diagonally, like let's say 45 degree angle. That is your life right there. And then, well, that is, let's say that is your prospect's life. And then a little bit above, right? There's another line that cuts through the graph and that is your life experience. Now the gap between your prospect and yours That is what you are helping them close quickly with your own experience, right? And actually, we had Megan Yelaney on the last episode here, and she was talking about she charges because of the transformation, right? Because a lot of people uh, are, you know, it's, it's a little bit difficult to, to price at first. It's, it, it come up with your prices. Um, it's very challenging for some people, but she says charge for the transformation. That gap is that transformation. That gap is the business right there. Yeah. You are, through your support and your help, trying to close that gap as fast as possible so you can remove all the pain from that person that you're helping. And it's totally okay to, to do it through a business. Actually, I think it's even better but because when people pay, they're actually committing, right? They're, they're committing yeah. to their change because, yes, there's a lot of free information out there, but how many, I want people to think about how many times have you actually consumed something and then, You're like, oh, that's interesting. And, and you don't take action because there's no pain attached to it either. Yeah. And then on the flip side, for those that are taking action out of that free content, great. Oh, Co yeah. Continue, build the resources, and then go invest so you can fast track your road to success. Now, Adam, I, I'm interested to hear your um, your feedback or your, your story maybe. In what are some of the challenges when you first started transitioning, you know, from the content side of things to the business side of things? Because yeah, we get a lot of people that are starting to make that transition, right? In the, in the audience, people in the challenge. What has been like maybe a couple of challenges and how you overcame those to have the successful business that you have now? Well, I think... <laughs> You, the more you guys get to know me, you'll uh, realize I like to name things and I have like phrases that, yes. that I put out there. So you're speaking our uh, language. Here's, here's <laughs> a phrase for, for the biz bros. Let's go. Premature monetization. Mm. Yeah, a lot of, that happens to a lot of guys, premature monetization. Um, and, and it's funny. Uh, it, it, a lot of the, the American audience will get the joke. Uh, so a lot of, <laughs> a lot of people suffer from premature monetization it happens to the best of us. That's the joke. But people in the podcasting space, they think, oh, like I've got a podcast. That means in a couple of weeks, I'm going to have like underwear companies sponsoring me and mattress company. Like, you know, <laughs> I listen to Tim Ferriss and he's got like mushroom coffee. Like they're, they're going to come knocking down my door. And then all of a sudden that's not happening. And, and then maybe you create a course and you spend $5,000 on somebody that teaches you how to create a course. And then you launch your course and no one buys it. You know, it's like, it's like whoa. So we put the cart way before the horse here. And it's just like, ah, oh, like it's, it leads to frustration. You feel like you're a failure. But a lot of podcasters get there because what they're seeing is the high level people monetizing. And what they don't realize is that was a five year journey or a three year journey. Like they built Yeah. The whole system. They had a lot of trial and error. They had a lot of failure. Uh, and we all have to put in our reps. So I think that's the first thing that we have to realize is not trying to monetize too early. Uh, what I tend to tell people to do is like, let's build this bridge. I call it the community to client bridge. Yeah. And then we start putting people through this, really focusing on relationship building, yes. community building, and community engagement building first. Mm. All right. So like with my show, 
we'll use podcasting business school as an example. I'll, I'll map out the bridge. So I put out episodes twice a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Tuesdays are a solo episode day where I get to kind of show off my skill set as a speaker, as a coach. And anybody, this is a bonus tip. Anybody that does coaching, that does memberships, that wants to speak on stage, if you're a podcaster and all you are doing is interviews, you aren't showing off your speaking assets in the way that you you could be. And like, I know my solo episodes get me booked on stages, get me booked on interviews like this. They get me in the mind of my listeners as an authority and as somebody that's a coach. All right. So that's what I do. The Tuesday solo episodes, Thursdays are interviews. Uh, now, I also do something called a podcast audit, which I will get to in a second. So the episodes are coming out. I'm, I'm building. I'm in their earbuds, but I want to move from yeah. their earbuds to their eyeballs next. And I don't do a, a live virtual show like you guys do. And this is amazing. Um, so what I do, a lot of people are like, oh, I need a Facebook group. And so for everybody that's watching, everyone that's listening, um, who wants Raise your hand virtually if you want to join another Facebook group. No one, <laughs> no one said anything. So, uh, like, I'm I'm Why? a part of four thousand Facebook groups, and I don't pay attention to any of them. So, we're kind of Facebook grouped out. So, what I did was go, okay, the Facebook group thing is hard if you don't have any audience. If you're starting from scratch, I'm going to do something else. So, I created this thing that I call a community engagement lead magnet, and mine is called the Pod Pals Zoom Party. So what I do is I throw a party, a virtual meeting, but I call it a party because meetings suck, uh, on Zoom every other week for my ideal listener, which could eventually be my ideal client, my pod pals, which are, you know, podcasters that are business minded. And I throw this party on Zoom uh, every other week. It's a lead magnet because everybody has to give me an email address. So I'm, I'm building my email list, but I'm building giant engagement with this because it's not some boring meeting it's 45 minutes i always look forward to it everybody else looks forward to it it's hard to get a seat because everybody's wanting to get in there because the key thing for this step in the journey is you have to ask yourself what is the irresistible reason why your ideal listeners want to be there and for me we do a little something called podcaster speed dating every podcaster wants to get booked on more interviews yeah. So everyone gets to talk. We go two minutes around the circle. They say what their show's about, who they're looking for, for interviews on their show, and who they're a great speaker or interview for. I had somebody that got booked on five interviews in one Pod Pal Zoom party, and she was just wow. through the roof. And she doubled her downloads after all those interviews had gone yes, through. She scooped up a lot of that audience. So, th- yeah. Let's go. Yeah, so that's... That's amazing. So that's the irresistible reason why my audience shows up. That's the key question that you need to ask yourselves if you're going to use this community engagement lead magnet. So it's building the list. It's building huge credibility. You're creating super fans and you're moving potential clients closer to you. So once I I create that step, I move people. I, I go back and I follow up and I move people to the next step where I invite them for a one-on-one podcast audit on the show. So I'm like, I love, you know, you did, you've done the pod pals. And now I know a little bit about you. I'd love for you to come on the show. And I would, you know, yeah. I want to dive in and help you out with your show business-wise as much as possible. So it's an, it's a coaching session on my show. Mm. So this does a lot of, a lot of things. This is great content because I'm pulling someone out of the audience. That's now a super fan. I'm, I'm coaching them. So I'm showing off my coaching ability live, like live action, live fire. So this helps sell my coaching services quite nicely. But then I sponsor that episode like you guys do. 
with an invite to do a podcast audit. You know, I, I sponsor it with my own stuff. So yeah. it self fills. I have more of these that I can do than, than I have time in the day. Like they, there's a waiting list to do these. Wow. And a lot of those people, they have to fill out a form for me that includes all their pain points. Like, where are you really struggling? Mm. And then I'll send back some information. about like, I saw that you struggle with, you don't know how to build a lead magnet or just your downloads aren't, aren't moving. Like I can help with that. Here's a quick five minute video on what I can do in those areas. If you're interested, we can talk. And this it's hands off, low pressure, low sales. But a lot of people are like, yeah, watch the video. I need, I need your help with this, especially after that session. And that turns yeah. into business. So I'm getting a, a one to small group uh, touch point with the pod pal zoom party. A lot of them come over and do podcast audit interviews. So I'm spending almost two hours with these people yeah, And then it just, it, the conversion rate into paying customers. And even if that doesn't happen, super fans, these people share out mm-hmm. every episode, they get all their friends to listen. They recommend me highly. And that's just as good. So that's, that's kind of the bridge that I built. And there's a few other little connection points and bells and whistles yeah. that I had in there, but, but that's the, the gist of it. Dude. Wow. Oh, this. Yeah. I mean, when you said that you literally sh- share everything. You do, man. I thank you yeah. so much because we see the content, the, the comments coming in, like live coaching, brilliant. Thank you so much. I mean, this is probably one of those episodes that is going to be like, whoop. here you go, everybody, 45 Live, go go listen and consume all this. So thank you, man. I appreciate it for, for sharing your path. And, it, and it's been incredible, right? Because this is going to help so many people kind of, you know, carve their path. And, you know, for us, it has been a very specific path. It's a little bit different, right? But I love because in my head I'm going through it and I'm like, ah, these are some amazing golden boulders that we can potentially mm. implement in our next stages, right? And this is what's so beautiful about creating the relationships that you so much that you talk about, right? It's those conversations that you could potentially grab maybe a piece, two pieces or the entire thing and go implement, have results. And then that immediately builds a trust and report with you. And guess what? Who are we going to call if we need coaching on the podcasting side of things and all this? Well, Mr. Adam right here. So again, we want to encourage, you know, the, the listeners, everybody watching right now, go take those nuggets, implement, right? Like, don't just stay there take action yeah and uh, this segment is perfect for going back and listening like a hundred more times maybe take copious notes and implement take action because for those yeah for those listening it's about six minutes so uh, it's it's pure gold starts at minute minute 14 go back and then uh, meet us meet us back again over here yeah (laughs) definitely and you know i i want to back up a little bit on Right when you started talking about this, right? That people are focused on that quick win, right? A lot of people are just like trying to get that quick win with their podcast. Like, oh, am I going to get it sponsored and all the stuff? And it's funny because literally I just jump off a phone call before this show that we were talking about that. It's like, look, most people, when they start, they try to go for these things. It's like, it's not going to happen like that. That might be a viable, very long term play, but you're not going to get an audience like that in the in the first two episodes. It's just not going to happen, right? And we live in this society where, like, quick wins and dopamine is just, like, all up on our faces all the time. It's like, get the secrets to make a million bucks in three days. You know, all that stuff, right? So, of course, people, I, I feel like people are obsessed with that. So what you're talking about, which is having a cadence and consistency and relationship building, it is so, so important because 
you need to embrace the long-term game. Like, you are not going to build a relationship in one day. That is just not how it is, right? If someone try believes that you're trying to build a relationship just in one day, they might be like, hmm, there's something fishy in here, right? And, and the fact that you do this pod pal Zoom party, which sounds amazing, <laughs> I want to be a part of it too, right? Like, it's just a... It's just a testament of you wanting to help the community overall, bringing everybody together and not just making the event a win for you, but you're yeah. making that event a win for everybody. And, you know, my brother said that Pablo is the one that introduced, <laughs> you, introduced you to us. And I remember we asked him, what is the perfect piece of content once? And I loved his answer. He said, huh, for me, a perfect piece of content is that one that benefits everybody involved right if you have a guest yeah. it benefits the guest it benefits the audience and it benefits you as the host as well i look at the pod pal party the same way right is yeah. it might not be a piece of content that you're recording maybe you do i don't know but it is perfect in the sense that it's helping everybody because it's helping each one of those people to actually share their message, right? Expose themselves to new opportunities, other people's audiences, then you as a host, right? Of course, you are now positioning yourself inside of the marketplace as the expert, as the one that is bringing everybody. So it's literally like the perfect... Uh, It's not the perfect piece of content. It's the, the perfect, perfect content of, ecosystem. Yeah, the, per, Ooh, the perfect baby. ecosystem right there, man. It, <laughs> that is so yeah. amazing. So I, I really want to encourage people to go back to Minute 14 yeah. and listen to those six minutes because even if you don't implement it exactly the same in your business, which I would recommend just do your, make it your own, but model it, right? Like it's okay to model after things that have been successful And clearly, yeah, and it has been successful. And if you want the fast track, just go call Adam. Uh, send him a DM. Uh, we're going to put all the call to actions right below. And you can just scroll and go Cl there. Close that gap. <laughs> close that gap. Um, and dude, Adam, yeah. so lately with a group, with the 45 live people, right? We've been working. The focus is messaging and consistency, right? That's one of the things. Mm -hmm. So when, when you talk with, with the people that you help or even in your own message, right? Like, what was that process for you? And what are some of the walls that people encounter when trying to discover their own message, right? Sometimes Sometimes we see a lot of people that start their shows or their platforms as a passion, right? And then they're trying to figure out what is the next steps, which you just described perfectly. What is a, 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 an amazing path to that? But at first, like I remember the first 45 live that we did was 45 days straight of testing messages. Even today on season three, we're still testing messages. It's very clear now, but now we're testing turns. We're testing words, those catchy words that you, that you hear all the time. So what was that journey for you at the initial part of the messaging? Now having three different shows too. So it's three different messages. And how do you implement that? Or is it the same message just packaged in a different way, right? Um, I want to explore that a little bit more. Well, I think this is a great question. First off, Luis, thank you. I mean, I feel like people that are just getting, especially started with their brand, you have to put in reps talking to your audience. Like, And as a podcaster, a lot of times people are like, I talk to them every time I do an episode. And that's incorrect. You are talking into a microphone and then they are listening. You can't hear what they say back. So that's yeah. where if you do happen to get a DM, if you do happen to get an email, like that is a golden opportunity to have a conversation and go, well, I'm so glad to hear from you. Like really 
nourish that relationship, but ask them things like, yeah, what's your favorite episode? What, what, you know, guest would you recommend that I talk to? What kind of questions do you deal with? You can even create a little survey thing. Like, Hey, if you have uh, an extra two minutes, if you could fill this out, that would be amazing for me. Cause I'm really trying to serve you. I'm trying to serve you yeah. uh, as an audience member. So being really proactive and initiating engagement, that's something. And if you are like, how in the world does this happen? Let's just use Instagram for an example, and I'll show you how to initiate engagement and get this the ball rolling. Let's say you have a podcast, you've got a page on Instagram, and you have like 25 followers. You're just getting started. Mm. Anytime you get a new follower, here's what I want you to do. I want you to DM them, DM them before they can they, they pop up new follower. All right, uh, Fonzie just followed, and I'm going to go to his account. I'm going to send him a voice DM, not a, a text DM. That, that voice pops up and it's just that purple play button. People get curious. They're like, Ooh, what is, what's this all about? Yeah. And so I'll be like, what's up, Fonzie? It's Adam from Podcasting Business School. I just want to say thank you so much for following my account here on Instagram. Let me know if there's any way that I can serve you. I hope you're having a great Wednesday. I'll talk to you soon. So you let them know, like you say their name and I love to say what day it is so they know it's not a bot. That's key. And that's why I don't do text because bots can do text. Yeah. Voice can't be botted. <laughs> Although people do sometimes go, Bro, what system are you using? I'm like, it's my voice. It's not. <laughs> I mean, like, with, that, with that sexy voice, I would think that too, man. I'm just saying, we, I'm, we have a voice story to wrap up the show in just a few minutes, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll leave that as a little hook. Uh, so, sorry, Adam, continue. <laughs> so, uh, I, I, I dropped that voice DM, and then they will usually DM me back and be like, yeah, I, I love your show. And I'll be like, what, what was your favorite episode? And then that's when you can roll into like, I got this quick survey. I'd love for you to fill it out. I'm trying to really make the show the best that I can. Would you mind doing that? And most of them are like, yeah, heck yeah. But that's the way you initiate engagement. That's the way you build your legend in the space. A lot of podcasters and content creators are kind of, you know, openly weeping and crying and feeling sorry about themselves, about their, their small audience take advantage of the small audience and yes. make your first super, you know, your first hundred super fans create those by initiating engagement. Podcast listeners are used to trying to DM their favorite podcasters and they never expect to hear anything back. They'll send that email. They never expect to hear anything back. So if yeah. a podcaster, if you're in their ear every Tuesday and Thursday, like I am, Mm -hmm. They follow me on Instagram. All of a sudden, I'm voice messaging them saying their name, what day it is. It's really me. That blows their mind. And that's instant super fan. And you do that. I mean, do that for 30 minutes a week. It takes seconds to do this and just hammer through any, any of your new once a week. And it will blow your mind with the, the positivity. And that starts to build your engagement. And that's where that's where it all happens. Uh, wow. Oh, I mean, golden, golden boulder moment right yes. here. What? I mean, the the other one was a golden boulder too. I, I know, it's like the multiple golden boulders yeah, just man, dropping you're, out you're, the You're mountain. crushing it. Uh, okay, so my head is racing, right? Because yes. here's why. First off, this is something that we're going to put in in our SOP, a weekly SOP that we have. So, you know, 30 minutes a day. Thank you. Because, yes, sometimes... We get busy. Sometimes is is uh, you know business job operation side of things. Sometimes is this, but to that level, right? We preach like personal connections, right? Like what what is it? And and you're totally right. Take advantage. Like wow, change the perspective, right? That's what we did with the big show, and that's what we did with the other pieces of content that we produce on the entire month. Is we we shifted that perspective. 
But this is taking it to a whole new level. And it's the people that are tuning in is it, because of your message. You maybe impacted them in, in a very positive way. So just saying thank you to start and then establishing that connection is so, so powerful. So first of all, thank you so much for, for that path. We're going to implement 100%. So thank you. If you're listening right now, go follow to, to test our framework. We want to <laughs> test it. We want to we wanna stay committed. So go follow and uh, we'll say thank you. Absolutely. And uh, I would love to connect. So Adam, thank you for that. The other, the other thing is because we go back to the beginning, preaching relationships, right? We're about building relationships. How can we serve you, right? And in a conversation with Chris Doe, amazing, you know, YouTuber, amazing company uh, with the future, we're talking about selling. What does that really mean? Well, it, just shift the word sell for serve, right? And at the end of the day, that's what we want to do, right? When we connect with the people that we want to serve, with the people that we know that we can help in a, in, in a way, our life is fulfilled. It, it feels better. It feels good in the in the in the belly, right? It's, it's hashtag juicy juicy, and then they also get that feeling because they're getting that that value. So it's really a win win win. And going back to the to the perfect content ecosystem, right? Now, now we have this new term. Uh, it, it was born here. Exclusive. Let's go. Uh, so. Uh, and it's incredible, man. So I, I really want to appreciate because our head is now going like crazy. And it's like, okay, with yeah. the show, with the social assets, like you just shifted the perspective big time. And and now it's probably better to have that smaller audience than than going, not probably. It is definitely better because you can create those connections and build your community and, and serve them at a higher level. Yeah, I'm actually thinking here on going on, on my Instagram, check out my followers and just go one by one and start hitting them Good. up again. Just like... Hey man, thank you. I just wanted to show some appreciation for you being here. Yeah. I, you know, and then just move on from there. I think that is such a genius idea. Taking yeah. advantage of building your real true fans because there is a lot of people that talk about building your true fans and all that stuff through producing the content, but not really through establishing the relationship and the importance of having a conversation with that person and recognizing that person inside of your audience. I think that is extremely powerful. So yeah. if, I mean, I, I was going to say, if you need to take one thing mm -hmm. away from this episode, let it be this, but the <laughs> other one is so good that just take, take two just, things just out of this episode. Take the entire episode. Yeah, take it with Gosh, you. save it. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> I want to add them to, to that story. I want to add a little bit the power of sending voicemails or or actual videos, right? It's, it's so powerful. We've managed to get people on the podcast because of that, right? Because we don't send them a text like, hey, would you like to be in the podcast? No, we actually put the video on and we're like, what is up? For example, Todd Brown, right? We're like, Todd, dude, we love your book. It was absolutely amazing. By the way, this is my brother, Luis. My name is Luis as well. I know two brothers with the same name. Dude, <laughs> Thank you so much for this book. It's amazing. We would love to have you and help you promote your book in our podcast. Guess what? He saw it and he's like, yeah, yes. dude, I love it. Absolutely, right? So leveraging the mediums, right? Instead of going the lazy way and just be like, yeah, send them a text. There's a reason why there's voice notes in there. There's a reason why you can send yeah. video messages in there. It's yeah. to leverage those, build actual relationships. I'm going so. back, Adam, to our conversation when we first got introduced. And uh, in my mind, uh, that's what it was. It was your voice message. And I was like, wow, it created such a positive impression, right? That it's like relationship building. And, and from there, you know, we've, we've chatted a couple of times and this show now shows it, right? So we have about 13 minutes Wait, before we wrap up the show. Super tangent, random business idea. 
for Adam. Adam, <laughs> it, like my brother is, is talking, here saying that he heard your voice notes and stuff, and I'm like, bro. Imagine if you would reach out to people singing, how cool would that be? <laughs> But the idea, the business idea is you should make an alarm app that wakes people <laughs> up with your voice like, welcome yeah. to an awesome day. You're going to crush <laughs> it. Right? Like, how cool would that be? I, I'll buy yeah, it. Just it, saying. It'd be like, hey, girl, it's time to wake up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. That'll, be weird. That, that, that'll be weird if you're a male. Adult, so I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you know, tweets their own. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, mate. So many directions we can go to. We're going to have to do part two at some point. I'm just going to throw that out there. Uh, yeah. This has been incredible, Adam. Thank you. I want to I wanna hear that story. We're, you were telling us about the, the voice, right? And I remember, and maybe everybody creating content uh, at some point will relate to this. I remember the first time, obviously, we deal with a lot of video. There's a reason we do it live, and, you know, we've shared that reasons. But I remember the first time I recorded myself on video, I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, this is so, like, crazy. Like, first off, what people are going to think, blah, 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 like, all that garbage, right? Don't worry. Put your message out there. Get it out. It's fine. But I remember the first time I heard my voice Through the mic. Through, the, through this mic. Through this mic. I remember that that glorious experience, right? In my head, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going to sound horrible. I don't know how it really sounds, you know? And then you, you put the voice through this mic. And my my personal experience was like, holy crap, I have a beautiful wow. voice. My voice sounds so amazing, right? But there's probably going to be people that are going to be like, no, my I don't think my voice is... My wife is like, I can't hear you. I, I, mean, I can't listen to you on the show. You hear it all the time. People people are like, oh, I hate the sound of my voice and stuff. And I remember we started talking to the mic and we're like, dude, like this sounds awesome. Sounds yeah. And then we were like... There's a confidence with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It like boosted our confidence. We're like, yeah, yeah dude, let's, let's do more so, of this. So the first time I heard your voice, I'm like, holy <laughs> crap, this is like... 100x this is incredible right so uh you're you know has that helped you uh, what is your thoughts on when people start publishing on their own show around that because i know there's some thoughts around it when we're first starting up and then if you want to share that pharmacy story this is <laughs> great amazing well first off shout out to pablo uh like yeah. pablo pays me over a thousand dollars a day just to send him voice messages. He's like, just tell me something. Just, just tell me something good. Yes. Tell me about myself. Uh, no, but uh, the voice helps for sure. I honestly, uh, it, I feel like the energy is more important. Like if you don't have a big voice, robust man voice like I do, like that's okay. It's the passion. And when you, for me, it's like a, a nuclear explosion. When I get fired up and I pin my ears back and I start spitting fire and I, I deliver it in this voice package good yeah. things happen that that's an advantage that i have um when i get on stage like i remember i spoke at podfest the last live event that ever happened in the human existence but you know back way back in early 2020 yeah. it seems like two de two decades ago <laughs> i spoke about instagram some instagram ninja moves and we had a packed room packed people sitting on the floor people like eyeball to eyeball I'm like it seems so weird now but i'm like getting down in the, the group and I'm sweating and I'm moving around and I'm like, I'm just, I'm like, plug into <laughs> this energy, plug in and let's go. And people are like, Oh, it was awesome. But so that helps. But the energy, I feel like it is the most important thing. So if you have like, if you don't have a lot of voice confidence, it's okay. It's all good. Bring the energy, bring the confidence in what you are saying and the delivery will get better. 
that's 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 like go back and listen to my first 10 episodes and it's terrible even though it doesn't matter what my voice sounds like it's like me you know <laughs> just gibberish <laughs> I'm trying to do like sound effects like you guys. I remember for my weight loss show, I had this sound effect. I'm like, oh, this sounds like somebody dropping a barbell on a weight room floor. Like, <laughs> and I didn't realize I had the volume level set different for the sound effect than for my voice. Yeah. So it sounded like 20 times louder than I wanted to. And it was at the end. And someone, my first ever podcast DM was, you've got to take the, the, the shotgun sound effect out because I almost wrecked my car. <laughs> the shotgun. <laughs> It sounded like a shotgun. It was like, and uh, yeah, so that, that didn't go well, but okay. So the, the voice story that I was telling the biz bros here before we started recording was I hit puberty early. I had a voice like this pretty early on. I had hair on my arms and legs in third grade. And so like heading into like fifth, sixth grade, uh, it was full on man voice. And so it was so bad. I did seventh grade choir. I sounded like this. And they wouldn't let me sing at the live shows because it just sounded weird. Like it was like it doesn't. Everyone else sounds like you know a, a normal thirteen-year-old, and I'm going, boo, doo, boom, 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 you know, and, and uh, yeah, it didn't it didn't work out. They're like just mouth the words. I'm like, all right. Um, but I was telling Luis that uh, you know his his wife's a pharmacist, my dad's a pharmacist, and my voice sounded exactly like his back when I was twelve, and I, and this is back in the days when people would call their pharmacist home and ask them for advice, just like they would like a doctor or something like that. Yeah. So I'd answer and, uh, you know, my dad's great. He's six foot seven. We're all big. I'm six foot four. He's six foot seven. My sister's six foot three. Like we're all just great big people with these big voices. And they would call asking for my dad, Mike. And I'd be like, no, this is, this is Adam. I'm, I'm, this is his son. Shut up, Mike. I know you're just kidding around. I'm like, no, I'm 12. I, I and they're trying to get me to like renew their Viagra prescriptions, and and I'm like, I can't help you, sir. I'm sorry. Uh, it, I'm I'm only 12 years old, and they like so many people were just thoroughly confused by that. So that's uh, that's that's the the where the legend of the voice first. The began, legend of the voice first. He's like, wow. I see potential in this. Uh, I, I, I can totally see both sides of the story, and uh, you know, go in a different direction. But but I love what you said. You know, it goes back to putting the reps right, like. It is what it is. I mean, the the sound of your voice, it might be really challenging to change, but plug into the energy, plug into the guys, right? If we put our focus in the right things, like the perfect content ecosystem, the reps, the relationships that we're building with not just our guests, but the people that follow, everything falls into place with the consistency. And now you're able to, to continue and move on. So Absolutely. it's um, about learning those principles yeah. and foundations and then just practicing consistently day in and day out so you can get better. And- build those relationships like yeah i remember yeah. when we talked to alex charfin he was like the, the the difference between someone that is successful and someone that doesn't have a business that's successful is that the successful will probably had more conversations with the people they're trying to serve than the than the other business and that's that's it right like we are just here to serve to help other people with their problems but guess what to understand their problems we need to talk to them yeah. yeah, dude, Adam, what you dropped today was incredible. Uh, in the last five it, minutes, it, it was not that it was not the weight or the shotgun sound. So yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> um, there's a couple. There's two more questions that we love to ask you. One is, uh, what is a quick action point? And I think I, I might know the answer, but I want you to answer it, and then we'll add anything in there. But what's a quick action point that somebody can do today to 
create continue to create that momentum, right? Either on their show or their social. Yeah, I've got a challenge for your audience. How about that? Let's yes, see. This is my this <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get one of those horns so I don't have to go. I'll have my 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 kindergarten daughter going. Uh, it's, it's not the same. It's not the same. Uh, so this is my implementation alarm challenge. So it's all about implementing what we learned. A lot of podcast listeners are passively just listening and they aren't implementing. So what I want you all to do, if you're listening to this uh, or if you're watching it on your phone, on your, your cellular device, there's an alarm on that. I want you to set your alarm for 24 hours from right now. All right. So it's 11.56 a.m. Eastern Standard. Set it for 11.56 a.m. tomorrow. And your challenge is to do something. If I said something and you're like, ooh, Instagram DMs, I'm going to do that. Or build a community client bridge. I need to do the first step. Ideas are nothing unless we implement. A sharp axe is no good if we never swing it. Yeah. All right. So within the next 24 hours, I just want you to flick over that first domino. You don't have to knock over all the dominoes. Maybe you send one voice DM just to test it out. But set that alarm. And now what will happen, biz bros, is a lot of people will forget about this whole thing once this is, is gone. But that alarm is going to go off in 24 hours and they're going to go, Adam, and they'll do something. So that's the key thing. Get your butt in motion, implementing and doing something so that you can see some change. So that's that's the challenge. Yes, I love it. I'm actually thinking here, like, what a great way to just get ideas kickstarted when you come across one of those ideas. You're like, oh, I would love to do that. Guess what? Put an alarm and then you'll be reminded to. Do it. I know. It's awesome. No snoozing. No no snoozing. Yeah, no snoozing. (laughs) Oh, that, that's incredible. I'm definitely going to take action on the messages, on the DMs, uh, 100%. I'm going to go ahead and do that. I encourage everybody that has been following the journey, especially the 45 Live family. Guys, this is perfect. Uh, we're actually going to send everybody to this episode because like everything that's happened here can be applied to that community. And I'm going to extend an invitation at some point. We're going to have to bring you to do just a training session right in there. It will be incredible. People are starting to publish and they're crushing it. Uh, last question. Favorite question. Where would you be if you did not start publishing? I would probably be stuck in a, in a job, working somebody else, building somebody else's dream. You know, like if if I didn't start getting my message out and communicating my life lessons and my story, I, I just don't think I would I would make it as an entrepreneur. I know that I wouldn't feel fulfilled, and I wouldn't feel like I'm able to make an impact like I am. So. I'm grateful, man. I'm grateful that I, that I hit that record button that first time. And, uh, you know, 600 episodes later, it's kind of like I'm living the dream. So I'm very grateful. Yes. And we are grateful that you did as well, <laughs> man. Thank you so much. Yes. Um, Adam, where can where can people find you? Where can connect? Where, where can they go to connect with you to learn a little bit more about what you do? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my main website hub is www dot podcasting business dot school so it's dot school podcasting business dot school hit me up on instagram podcasting business school you might get a voice dm you never know you probably will uh so uh those are the two best ways awesome Awesome. dude adam right before we leave i have one last request please this just came out to my mind did you ever play video games oh yeah okay can you say the ea sports (laughs) to the game (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> EA Sports. 
Get in the game. Let's go. (laughs) That was so good. Yeah. Third business. There we go. Guys, with that said, thank you so much for tuning into the Contents Profit Podcast. Go ahead and subscribe. Hit smash that subscribe button and follow us on social media at Beast Bros Co. That is right. And if you find this episode impactful and you have your alarm ready for 24 hours from now, please don't forget to subscribe, share, and Comment and <laughs> right? EA Sports. EA Sports. I got too excited. Uh, See ya. <laughs>